Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. VoiceOver Experts brings you tips, pearls of wisdom, and techniques from top instructors, authors, and performers in the field of voiceover. Join us each week to discover tricks of the trade that will help you to develop your craft and prosper as a career voiceover talent. It's never been easier to learn, perform, and succeed from the privacy of your own home and at your own pace. This is truly an education you won't find anywhere else. Now for our special guest. Hi, this is Roger King. Voices.com's Voice Experts podcast I thought were interesting. I'm, I'm not sure, but I, I don't think anyone has given the perspective from a voice talent agent before. And so I thought that uh, I would take that on. I own PN Agency, which represents non-union English and French voices based here in Toronto. And also Ethnic Voice Talent, which as the name implies, represents voice talents in various different languages. So between PN Agency and Ethnic Voice Talent, we're pretty much the United Nations of voiceover. In addition to this, I have a little blog, voiceovercanada.ca. There, every once in a while, I like to roll with what I call secrets of an agent man. Uh, I remember watching Barbara Walters interview Jerry Seinfeld one time, and she asked him what he looks for in a woman. I like good things, Seinfeld said. Attractive, that's good. Intelligent, good. Easygoing, also good. I generally don't go for ugly, dumb, bitchy women. I would say Seinfeld's answer is similar to how I would reply if I was asked for what I look for in a voice talent. Pleasant, interesting voice, that's good. Sounds like he or she can actually read, that's also good. Some training and a little bit of experience? Good. I generally don't like to represent illiterate, inexperienced people with annoying voices. Call me crazy. Now, beyond the obvious, how does it work in terms of getting representation? You may be out there right now without representation, or even if you have an agent, you're curious uh, from a perspective of a talent agent, what we look for. Well, first of all, of course, it's really quite simple. You, you don't get an agent without a voice demo. It's your calling card. A resume, that's fine. Headshots, photos, it's a nice addition and even occasionally intriguing. A witty voicemail message with achingly sincere compliments about my voice agency, always welcome. But I'm telling you, it begins and ends with a voice demo. Beyond the obvious fact that it showcases the very instrument for which you are seeking representation, it also shows that you're serious about your craft. You've actually sought out some coaching and presumably spent some of your own money. Now, I know discussions about voiceover demo specifics will be a reoccurring topic probably in this podcast series and certainly on my blog, voiceovercanada.ca. But here are some quick bullet points from a talent agent's perspective. Ideally, the demo is one MP3 file between 1 minute and 1.30 in length. Those of us in the voiceover industry have short attention spans. I usually listen all the way through, no matter what length, but I know many in the industry who only listen to the first 30 seconds. And then I've found once we get beyond, you know, a minute or a minute 30, we, we pretty much get the idea. Demos should be a mix of clips edited together with music and production behind it. If they're not real commercials, it should sound like they are as much as possible. But just give us excerpts. We don't need the whole spot. It's important to show range, but only include the kinds of reads that are your strength. If your Portuguese grandmother accent is weak, I'd leave it off. Lead with your best read, of course, but try to vary the tempo between clips. Make it interesting for the listener by doing whatever you can to avoid it sounding repetitive. And only include types of reads you can replicate easily in a real recording session. 
If it takes you three hours of warming up before you can finally nail the Sean Connery impersonation, it probably shouldn't be on your demo. Should also note I rarely get requests for Sean Connery impersonations. Brevity is attractive, and that's actually my motto at voiceovercanada.ca. Now, as far as courting an agent, there's a fine line between persistent and completely annoying, and the trick for the aspiring voice talent is to stay on the right side of that line. It's true the voice demo is always going to be the number one calling card for a talent trying to land an agent, but there's also the matter of your personality. I want to represent people I like, people who are at least somewhat normal, somewhat easy to deal with, and somewhat sane. I can usually detect the extra chromosome early on, and no matter how talented you are, if you annoy me too much out of the gate or generally exhibit PETA, that's pain in the ass, behavior, I'm likely going to decline representation. So, here are some of my personal do's and don'ts when it comes to seeking representation, and I've enlisted a few talents from my very own roster at pnagency.com to help me with the do's and don'ts. Do drop me a line with legitimate questions about the agency and or the voiceover industry. Don't ask how much money you can make before I've even heard your demo. Or try to correspond for an entire afternoon because I've responded to your initial inquiry. Do follow up with an email or phone call to see if I received your demo. Don't call nine times in one afternoon hanging up each time until someone answers your call live. Are you not aware of a little bit of technology called call display? Do actually spell my name correctly in your cover letter or email intro and have a general sense of the agency you're contacting. Don't send a group email to 12 agencies at once. It screams, I don't care who represents me and I can't be bothered to do any research. Do send or email a professionally recorded demo approximately 1 minute to 1.30 in length. Don't send eight separate audio clips, each three minutes long, covering every take you've recorded in the studio since 2001. Do spell check. Of course I know you're not applying for a master's in Victorian-era literature, but you are asking someone to represent you who has never met you. Being professional and actually proofreading what you've written starts things off on a good note. Don't write an essay when applying for voice representation. You're not applying for a master's in Victorian-era literature. Do try and show a sense of humor, but only if you have one. Don't mistakenly think your Simpsons character impersonations are hilarious. Odds are they're probably not. Do take yourself and your work seriously. Don't take yourself and your work too seriously. Now, I mentioned earlier looking for signs of sanity when a voice talent uh, gets in touch with me. Um, of course, I want to rep someone who's talented, but I also want someone to be normal, professional, and hopefully likable, as I mentioned before. And little clues about the personality can emerge, even from a short cover letter or introductory email. I mentioned earlier about spelling. Is it riddled with spelling mistakes? Do they appear not to know anything about my agency? Have they attached files or links that don't have anything to do with voice work? A photo is always nice, but I don't need the 11 JPEGs and four QuickTime files. Some of this may seem like nitpicking, but the agent talent first impression is much like a blind date. You get a sense early on whether you want to stick around for dinner. And these little things that I mentioned are sort of general signs of sloppiness. Is it much of a stretch to suggest that the person who doesn't proofread his email might not show up for an audition? How much does this person care about his career or people's perception of him or her if he can't even take 45 seconds to review grammar and spell check? I'm also amused by people who don't think they need any training. 
A couple of weeks ago, I had a guy email me an MP3 of him literally reading one sentence, and he wanted me to evaluate his potential for a career in voice work based on six seconds of audio. Wow, I'm impressed by all the effort you've put into your potential career thus far. In general, us talent agents want the people we represent to have some experience or at least training and speak in complete sentences, both on microphone and off. If you can give some indication that you've heard of my agency, that's a bonus. And if you actually make a proper voice demo that is one minute to one thirty in length, well, now we're talking. And maybe you will be too, for a living. I'll leave it there. Hopefully more secrets of an agent man to come. And of course, you can always find them at voiceovercanada.ca. This is Roger King. That'll be all. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the special guest featured in this Voices.com podcast, visit the VoiceOver Experts show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash voiceoverexperts. Remember to stay subscribed. If you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe for free to this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory or by visiting podcasts.voices.com. To start your voiceover career online, go to voices.com and register for a voice talent membership today. This has been a voices.com production.